Hey, welcome to the Sharing Jesus podcast where we discuss, encourage, break down, and share what it looks like to live for Christ in every aspect. And joining me today is the lead pastor of Sharon Baptist Church, Michael Reese, our associate pastor, Sean Collins, and our student pastor, Rob Cox. I'm really excited to be a part of this. Michael Reese, if I haven't had a chance to introduce myself, I'm really thrilled for the podcast and the uh, potential and the different subjects that we'll tackle. Yeah, and so we're really excited about this first episode. We've never done a podcast, and I don't think anybody in this room. Rob, have you ever been on a podcast? No, Caleb, this whole podcast thing is new, but uh, excited. I've always been told that i got a face for radio, so I think it applies to... (laughs) Applies to podcasts as well, so we're going to see what happens here. It's going to be fun. Sean, you listen to a lot of podcasts, but you've never been on one, right? No, I've I've never been on one, so we're excited about this. Uh, but yes, we have listened to a few. Cool. In our first segment, uh, we're going to take a look back on 2020, mainly uh, at Sharon Baptist Church, uh, the, the wins and losses of 2020 and what that looked like. And so I guess we can go back all the way to the beginning of March uh, in 2020 when... Uh, Sean, you can maybe talk about where our church was, what we were doing. Yeah, so as a matter of fact, uh, Caleb, it's one year. Uh, this week marks kind of one year as far as this uh, new normal. As a matter of fact. Crazy uh, year. It, absolutely crazy, Robin. But March of 2020, where were we? Well, the first place we were was on a Wednesday evening. We were in a revival And of course, uh, revival, you know, you can't manufacture that. I've been reading a lot about kind of the Great Awakening with uh, George Whitfield, with Jonathan Edwards, and you Mm. can't manufacture something like that. Uh, But that's where we were. Brother Roger Copeland was our revivalist. He was our evangelist, of course, pastor at Northern Hills in Texarkana. And uh, we were also starting home prayer groups. We had yeah. uh, launched those. We were excited about it. We uh, heard success stories of community, of relationships being built, of a time of, of prayer. And yes, of course, as Baptists, we got to say a time of, of food where we... Amen. Oh, yes. Yeah. I remember we, as a matter of fact, had tacos one night. Yeah. Yeah. Some good stuff. Oh, absolutely. Of course, today is Tuesday. Uh, we're recording on a Tuesday. And, of course, Taco Tuesday. Uh, but that's where we were. And then, of course, COVID. Oh, man. The shutdown. As a matter of fact. I remember uh, debating with y'all on how... It started with when the to toilet back up, though. That's where I was going. On a going. Wednesday night. Oh, Wednesday night. Revival. Yeah. While that, Brother Roger's yeah. preaching. Last night, a revival. The toilet backs up, ruins yeah. all the carpet downstairs. It was like a foreshadowing event of the whole year to come. Exactly. That's what it, we were stepping through and, the rest of the year. That's what it seemed like. Yes. Just to go back a little bit, we started 2020 out really strong. Yeah, we mm-hmm. had a bunch of people join the church. We probably had... Uh, least a dozen baptisms before revival ever services ever began yeah and we uh, started revival back in january mm-hmm. with a student uh, event we went to the uh, lift tour put on by student leadership university over at first baptist here in benton uh, called reality weekend and my goodness it was uh, life-changing for a lot of our students and revival kind of sparked there as you said baptisms were happening I was encouraged as a student pastor to seeing students step up and do something. And I was encouraged of, hey, 2020 is about to be the greatest year ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boy, was I wrong. And just a little bit before that, rewinding, uh, our young adults went to the Passion Gathering yeah. in Atlanta. 
And so every ministry really, uh, I guess, was seeing kind of uh, just a huge encouragement in their own ministry, and everyone was being influenced, and then revival comes, and I remember the whole church being really excited about revival, and Roger Copeland, uh, again, he did an awesome job the whole week. Uh, but yeah, I guess as we move forward, talking about how 2020 went, uh, our pastor, you can maybe explain uh, the steps we took, maybe some steps you think you wish we would have taken, uh, and maybe some things we did really good uh, in our first steps battling COVID. Sure, and we we did, like a lot of churches and businesses all over the nation, you were making instantaneous decisions um, about safety mm-hmm. and a lot of unknowns. Nobody knew exactly what this meant. And um, so we made the announcement. We, uh, matter of fact, that last service was March the 11th of 2020. I believe that uh, following 15th was our very first uh, live broadcast. We had some people in the audience. Uh, we were been wanting to start a Facebook live service, a, a live feed, and a lot of churches have done that. Uh, we've uh, we'll get into that whenever we talk about our wins in just a little bit. But as far as uh, our where we were and our losses and different things, things we uh, might have missed. I know we we missed some service opportunities, but they were base, basically because they were a lot of unknowns. Yeah. And uh, but the positive of that is that we were uh, we were making phone calls, we were talking to people. Uh, trying to reach out, but a lot of there was a lot of fear involved and a lot of just uh, just anxiety, just mm-hmm. some worry that took place. So some things we missed would be uh, just some service opportunities, and we did not have the some infrastructure built in. We had some calling ministries and people talking to one another that way, but we could have better had some maybe some infrastructure about how to how to stay in touch. We were mainly staying in touch with social media and yeah. our tech service. Yeah. And you know, we did the best we could. Of course, a lot of it was baptism by fire. I remember Caleb, a uh, lot of late nights trying to get the Facebook live up a yeah. uh, lot of time working on that. And I mean, I think about right now where we're at, uh, we're fixing to uh, plan for Easter last year, of course, year. Yeah. was an Easter like none other. Yeah, we were we were flying by the seat of our pants, trying to figure out what we were going to do. We did a, a few, if you guys recall, we did a, a Easter egg hunt that was totally different. We did an Easter egg scavenger hunt. Yeah, we didn't know what to do. We, we were like, can we have one in person? Uh, don't want to cancel it because hey, we're canceling everything else. Let's do something. I don't know who came up with that, but I like that idea. I'm not going to take any credit. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. do it. Rob. And as a matter of fact, Rob, I still have pictures that pop up on my phone. The memories, uh, the memories of yeah. my family going around taking those pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I, th- I think our biggest hurdle, just I guess, entering the Easter time and just really right when we first started canceling services after revival in March was figuring out how to do online church uh, and navigating that uh, because it's something like Pastor said we've always wanted to do, but we never took that first step. So we were kind of starting at home plate. Uh, and really, uh, if you've never been to Sharon Church, we have a rather large congregation for uh, kind of a church in the Bible Belt. It's not huge, but uh, we were swinging for the fences because we had a lot of people we wanted to reach um, and we wanted to do... Uh, just strive for excellence in everything that we offered on social media or videos and announcements we uploaded. We were just trying to communicate well. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I think what Pastor hit on just a minute ago was, you know, trying to uh, create infrastructure for a communication channel. And man, talk about like youth ministry. We were one Wednesday meeting and then didn't see them for like the rest of the year. And like you're trying to reach out through social media, go through small group leaders. And it, it was just a hurdle for the whole church just to figure out, hey, How's everybody doing? Yeah. And, you know, just trying anything. So I, I think one of the big deals was, hey, if we've ever wanted to do something different, it wasn't a matter of, hey, we can try it. No, we have to do something different now because yeah. what we were doing, we can't do anymore. So it was like, hey, whatever you can come up with different, let's try it because uh, it may work. Absolutely. And and it did work. I mean, you know, despite all of this, and we kind of wondered how things would work out. We kind of wondered, well, what about this? And we just... uh we just had to roll with it, and God, as so often God does, uh, He, of course, souls were being saved, lives were being changed, and He moved as only uh, He can. Yeah. So now, we're to, you know, just thinking about what uh, the way things went, uh, I, I want to talk about how when we started meeting in person that was a big call uh cases were coming down uh it looked like things were looking okay uh, a lot of churches had started meeting in some form and so we having a semi-large con- congregation like you said said well how do we make things safe so we started two worship services instead of one allowing people to spread out we asked people just to uh uh, sign in and uh, just to let us know which service you'd like to go to. We weren't trying to do some sort of, you know, a ticket or something for church. We were just trying to see what how many people were coming each time. And so we were, it was another kind of win. And like you said, mm-hmm. uh, swinging in the dark, uh, trying to say, uh, okay, and how do we keep our congregation safe? And it was really great. Matter of fact, I look back at June. Uh, the whole month of June, it was a good attendance. We uh, had, it was about 50% of our pre-COVID numbers total. Uh, we were running, but pre-COVID, we were running 400s, low 400s for uh, worship service. The two services combined for June were running around 200 total, uh, about, a, you know, 100 each. You know, it varied a little bit, but, uh, uh, and again, the name of safety, just trying to get people Say, hey, come back to church and uh, thank the Lord for the support team. Yeah, and as, as we wrap up, just kind of talking about the losses of 2020, uh, just to, I guess, pick y'all's brain a little bit. Is there anything, I guess, when was our first service? The first Sunday in June. You're talking about in person? Yeah. That was it, first so Sunday So we June. had a couple months off. Is there anything we would have done different, I guess, when we first went back? When we first went back, uh, I, I think we did the best we could. Uh, as far as doing anything different, I, I wouldn't see any doing anything different uh, because we were thinking safety and we were able to do that, especially with the, we had a support team. When I say support team, I just called some people that said, hey, I would be willing to open the doors for people and I would be able to wipe down pews and anything people might touch with a... Uh, you know, a, a disinfectant, and uh, they they have been. They've been doing this this whole time. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to talk about the wins of 2020 uh, and even what 
church looks like uh, now as we've continued to, you know, just uh, host services even during this time of COVID. And we'll be talking about that right when we come back. Welcome back as we continue to talk about the wins and losses of 2020 and as we venture off into uh, post having in-person services, uh, what that looked like, the wins, uh, what we thought we did great. Uh, And so, yeah, Pastor, what were you thankful for and maybe some some acknowledgments of of people who may have stepped up uh, when we first started meeting back in person in 2020? Oh man, we, I tell you, I'm, you know, and uh, we, you talked about the thought of, I'm so glad we did something or what did, am I proud about? I'm proud about our online services. I appreciate the, uh, of course you and, uh, uh, all the homework you did to try to get those going. Uh, it's been a blessing to many. I just want to say this real quick, the support team, which is made up of, of so many that I, I may leave somebody off. Uh, so I'd hate to start naming a list, uh, but they've been a huge win. Just opening doors, being there, um, even behind the scenes, uh, people that have uh, just helped out you with the worship team. And and yes, it hasn't been perfect, but it's been, I think, really good. Let me say that about recording real quick. There was a family that called this week that said, we want to join Sharon Church. And uh, they said, we were came a few times before COVID, but we've been watching every single online service. Wow. And they haven't been in the building, but now they want to join because of that ministry. It's literally turned into a ministry. And I want to just give one shout out before I forget and, lose, and forget, forget his name. Uh, but when we first started meeting back in person, uh, and he, well, actually he was there through a lot of the Facebook Live only Sundays, online only Sundays. Uh, is Dustin Ward, uh, and I don't know if he'll ever listen to this podcast, but I think he uh, ran sound and helped in the production booth for three straight months, maybe, and never yeah. missed a Sunday. He was and, doing oh, especially it. when we were online only. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, oh, wow. Dustin, I don't know if you listen to this podcast. I've thanked you a thousand times. I'll thank you again. Uh, but he definitely helped uh, keep, uh, I guess, our live stream sounding good, uh, and I thank him for that because. Not everybody can do all things at one time. Yeah, I mean, I mean, people like that, it just helped out behind the scenes. Speaking of things we did good, I, this is something that I just uh, think that we made a good decision on. Uh, and I'm not knocking any other church for making any other decisions of what they've done. But when we made a decision to say, hey, you know what? We're not going to pre-record anything. We're going to have church service. And yeah. we met at you know our regular service time, 1030, Facebook Live, and there was... Uh, a lot of Sundays when it was Facebook only, it was 200 people logging in, and it felt more like we were there uh, than just watching something. It felt yeah. like a church service, so I'm glad that we decided to do that. At first, I was like, "Hey, let's just let's just pre-record this thing on Thursday, and then you know kick our feet up with everybody else on Sunday." But looking yeah. back, I'm like, "Hey, we still had church." Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, as a matter of fact, I did, um, you know. 
kind of tune in to, to those. And, you know, if that, if that works, uh, then that's great. That's what you need to do. You need to do what works for you. And what worked for us was, is to, is to do it live, uh, to come into the building, uh, as if things weren't going on, uh, and, and just try to keep things going as normal as possible. And had we pre-recorded, you're exactly right, Rob, it wouldn't have felt like, uh, a worship service. It would have just, uh, felt like something. I know for me personally, I might've had the attitude, oh, well, I can just watch that later instead of that active, uh, communal engagement. I mean, you know, we know that obviously the the online portion of the service, it's a tool. We know it's it's not the same as coming in yeah. uh, and worshiping together, um, but uh, it's what we had to do, and we praise God for it. And yeah. Oh, so, sorry there, Caleb, but, but at the time, it was like the only thing we could do. So exactly. we were like, hey, you know, hey, this is church right yeah. now because— we don't know when we're going back, but when we do, we know we're meeting at 1030 yeah. and we're going to be here. And, it, and that was the cool part about it is we're doing the best we can with what we got. And I think we excelled in that in a way, you know, we learned as we went. I mean, with the, oh, with, yeah. the with the graphics on the uh-huh. screens and uh, the sound, oh man, it, it was crazy. But with all the volunteers, the help that came in and the programs and the software, uh we we finally figured it out. We're still learning today. Yeah, exactly, and we are. And one of the things that I loved during that time, and I believe it is translated and transitioned over into our live service, is the fact that there were times. You know, a lot of times, and this is this can be positive and negative. When you are behind a keyboard, uh, sometimes you can uh, type things that you may not ever say in person. Well, Mm. what that allowed us to do was engage with one another and type things in the comment box on live, like a prayer request, like a praise the Lord, like a hallelujah. And it allowed us to, to, yes, worship together. And I believe we see that fruit as we have moved in uh, to a live engagement. And I was excited about that, and I still am. Yeah, yeah, which Rob had some good ideas during this whole time when we started meeting back in person. Thanks, Caleb. But <laughs> You're welcome. But one thing we did do well, uh, and I think it was Rob's idea, maybe been Pastor's idea, don't remember, but when we were doing online only, uh, we did the... Uh, home discussion questions. Yeah, it was just time to... uh, We'd been thinking about this, and it was something that we kind of did pre-COVID. It was already in the works uh, with our home prayer groups, and we were uh, seeing Mm. a lot of success in that. And I think that was pretty cool, what Sean just mentioned, the the, uh, community that that was built, the relationships that were built uh, just in those few weeks with our home groups. And uh, they were discussing... Uh, the the sermon from that morning, right. and, and that was pretty cool. And to see that kind of activity throughout the online only, and even now, if y'all have noticed, there's people that are in-house mm-hmm. that are commenting with our Facebook Live audience, and that's like uh, just blown my mind. And hey, wow, we're, we're like in-house, but we're bringing those people in with the... Uh, it's just crazy to think about right. the whole thing. And I think another thing we did really well and adapted... Uh, kudos to Rob and Sean and Pastor. We did, uh, and th- we were online only at the time, uh, was really creating uh, and communicating well through social media, through videos. I remember doing those Easter quick clips, if y'all remember those. Uh, and just oh, yeah. every video we made, 
uh, we just got better and better at just communicating, whether it be announcements or the Easter quick clips were like, I guess, uh, just kind of bumpers getting ready for our Easter Sunday. Uh, but just throughout the whole time, even when we were back in person, uh, we just we just got better at a lot of things that we weren't used to doing all the time. But because of COVID and being online only and then having only a number of people in the audience required us uh, just to excel at some things that we weren't used to doing every single week. I was loving the fact that, uh, you know, once we got back in person, there, that uh, people came down for prayer. People uh, prayed at the altar. People joined the church. We yeah. had baptisms. Uh, it, it, The Holy Spirit doesn't stop because of COVID. That's right. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, you know, these are some of the things that, you know, some of volunteers have done, we've done. But, you know, during this time, I mean, Pastor, you've never, of course, uh, led and shepherded and really all of us uh, through a pandemic. You know, I mean, shout out to our people, uh, the saints of God. I mean, they were they were patient with us. And and I think and I want to just say that they excelled in that. They were very, very patient with us yeah. as we led through this time uh, because we've never done this before. That's, that's so true it, because uh, there were so many people constantly. There was not there were positive comments right and left uh, every Sunday, every week throughout this whole thing. The matter of fact, I would say this the entire 2020 year and just when we thought we were on the verge of uh, starting several ministries back mm -hmm. in arkansas november hit and it was a huge surge matter of fact many of our church members came down with covid uh, many of them got through it uh, unscathed some of them got really sick but uh, they even through it all lots of positive comments lots of encouragement yeah, yeah, I think through it all, though, uh, I mean, a lot of us look back on 2020 and like, whoo, that was a crazy year. But it, for me, personally, it was kind of encouraging. It uh, it kind of challenged me to get, si get outside the box and realize that, hey, we need to improvise here because we don't need to rely on church programming for church to happen, mm. that we need mm -hmm. to get out and be the church. Yeah. And, and how do we do that, right? So so we were trying everything, doing everything. But the thing that I like is it 2020 challenged us all to be more patient with each other, mm -hmm. uh, to, to love one another, and uh, to, to be okay with things being different. And, and I think it set us up for the future of, hey, hey if we can make it through this pandemic, it's going to be okay. Yeah. And so getting back and just seeing the Lord still working, still moving, uh, not because of anything we've done, but because what he's been doing, yeah. uh, that, that that's pretty cool and encouraging to say, hey, 2020, we might view it as a loss, but hey, it might be a win. And it, and it challenged everybody. It was exactly what we expected. But just as we saw people uh, get comfortable uh, to come back to church uh, and start attending regularly again, uh, it was awesome to just see their spirits uh, because being away from church, no one, you know, like Sean said, we had never experienced this before. No one even knew what it looked like, and no one has ever felt, uh, not that church was ripped away in any sense, but that we were just taking safeguards uh, and not attending. But when people started attending uh, week after week and just seeing people's spirits was really encouraging. People were excited. They, for the first time, they really, uh, instead of, uh, physically missing church. I know like vacations happen, family trips happen, yeah. you know, ball games, stuff like that. And you travel around and you miss church occasionally. And you, but I think for the first time, like people honestly, like spiritually miss church. Like they were ready to be back together 
uh, and see one another. And it was like weird at first Sunday. Everybody was like, "Oh, you're you're still here." Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, uh, and 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 then to be a part of those worship services that are still continuing today. Of man, it's it's exciting to be in worship, and, and people are really, I mean, I say engaged, or they're uh, more energetic, I guess, because they're not taking church for granted because they know, hey, if these numbers change or whatever, right. yeah. we might not be able to meet together again. So let's worship together now when we have the chance. Mm. Yeah, and I mean, I know it was, it, it, it is, it was, and it is uh, difficult. But, you know, I, Rob, I'm like you. I was encouraged. Um, and it wasn't a, a, a negative thing. I mean, I, I didn't get down in the dumps because, I mean, I was reminded, of course, who ultimately is in control. Yeah. And that was God. And, of course, it allowed us uh, to really ask the question, um, why are we here? Uh, what's our purpose? Uh, even as a church, what's our purpose? Uh, what are we doing? And it allowed us in a lot of ways to um, to refocus and, and remind ourselves what truly is important because— um, I mean, I remember just getting, you know, so busy where you could barely catch your breath. Yeah. yeah. And that was a huge positive. And I, I put on my notes here, I, we saw, especially with those discussion questions that y'all mentioned earlier, that we were putting out hoping families in, in their own homes would disciple their children, ask them Bible questions, ask them what did the preacher preach on, um, and they had a little guide that we put out every week for that discussion. And a lot of that continued even after coming back together. And so catching our breath was such a huge positive. And a lot of families did the same thing. They, so there wasn't all negative about COVID. One of the, yes, there was a lot of heartache, a lot of people mm -hmm. that get, did get sick and have lost loved ones. But there was also a lot of families that said, Hey, are we too busy? Uh, what's important. Yeah, I remember you saying that in the car yesterday. You know, we finally realized how busy we were. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and 2020 gave us a chance to see that. Mm. You know, I mean, truly, it was, I mean, be, I mean, and God, God's word says it, that some, be still and know that I am God. Mm -hmm. And that was at a time when great difficulty, we always use, the, oh, well, be still and know that I'm God. <laughs> but that was at a time where great difficulty was about to come. And God still says, Amen. be still and know that I'm God. Yeah, and as, as we move forward, uh, even to today, you know, we're still now, uh, we're starting children's ministries back. We've been meeting on Wednesday nights for a while. Uh, you know, our choir's coming back, and, and everything's just kind of just falling into place. Uh, and I definitely feel like uh, it's definitely the Lord's timing, and everything's uh, just been working out so smooth. And again, thank you just just to everyone that has volunteered and in every way uh, here at Sharon Church. But, Pastor, maybe you can maybe you can talk about just a little, uh, just, I guess, what you think uh, is in store. And I know the Lord only knows, uh, but what are you excited for in the year of 2021? And I know we're technically just a year away or a year past from when we canceled. But like you said, in November, you know, we canceled church, and in June we came back. But in November there was a spike, and we and some people started staying home again. Uh, so it's kind of been a roller coaster. But I feel yeah. like if we're still on that roller coaster, it's slowly going up again. Well, uh, thanks to the Lord, 
uh, and what he's done through intentional uh, trying to hold up his word. And we have been very um, diligent in trying to say, okay, now what do we need to do next for the gospel to be going out in Saline County and Benton, and so and also how to equip people, and so just like this last Sunday is a good example, uh, trying to roll out one thing at a time and not overwhelm our church, uh, children's chapel. What we did was said, here's an opportunity to serve. Yeah. We had about fifty something people come to the luncheon this past Sunday and said, we want to sign up. We want to sign up for this. We want to sign up for that ever how many it was um the other thing is is you know as we step these things out um what i'm looking forward to is every time of course wednesday night's already happened rob you couldn't do wednesday night without your volunteers no no there's there's no way uh without small group leaders Mm -hmm. uh wednesday nights doesn't happen for just the youth 6th through 12th grade but also we're, ta- we're talking kindergarten through fifth grade. And so we're, we got teachers, small group leaders with them, uh, worship leader with them. Uh, it's pretty cool to see everybody just jump on board and say, hey, let's, let's do this. Yeah. And, and even in our pre-K on mm-hmm. Wednesday nights, we got people jumping in and saying, here I am, uh, put me to work. And so they're just jumping in, teaching, serving in any way that they can. And, and that is encouraging to know that we have a lot of people mm-hmm. that are willing to uh, step up to the plate and say, hey. So what am I looking forward to? I'm looking forward to that. That's going to happen in Sunday school. Our Sunday school is starting back up in a few weeks. Of course, our, our biggest focus right now is we have the uh, uh, our choir leaders are reaching out to the choir volunteers. We're getting ready for Easter. Uh, we're getting ready for the Sunday school after, right after Easter uh, and just getting that timing down. And also we're trying to fill in several holes because during this year off, uh, we've had uh, in our Sunday school volunteers, we've had some that have passed away. Yeah. We have some that have uh, moved. We have some that have said, you know what? I, I felt like I was overwhelmed. I would like to take some time off and they and nothing wrong with that. Now, I want a dose of reality. Thank again because of y'all's hard work and prayers. We're moving we're seeing God work, we're seeing baptisms, but you know what? I've talked to several pastors and uh, there's some pastors right now that are doing uh, fairly well. Uh, they're back 50%, 60%, 70% of pre-COVID numbers. But guess what? I've talked to some pastors that are saying, man, I'm we're at 30%. We're at 40%. Their offerings may be doing well. And thank the Lord for those who give so generously that have kept our church going. We might be down, I don't know, 10% from what we were pre-COVID. And, uh, and, th- and I'm thanking the Lord for that. But... Uh, I thank the Lord for our intentional opening it up and making it available for volunteers to serve and people to plug in. And God's been sending people our way. And I'm so thankful for that. Yeah, it's it's just been awesome, uh, especially me being the youngest person here, uh, just learning so much from you guys leadership-wise. Um, we want to thank you guys so much for joining us today. We pray that we have encouraged you in a way and possibly shared some tips and tricks to help us all as we continue this mission of following Jesus, loving others, and reaching the lost.